What a busy time I, Margaret Thatcher, am having in my new career as a global cabaret superstar. I've just started a new job, taking over from Jeremy Clarkson as presenter of Top Gear. Uh, hello, Margaret. I'm the programme producer. Ah! After Keith Harris's death, I'm fostering Orville. I wish you could fly right up to the sky, but... Shut up! And given the controversy it's caused, I'm very pleased they photoshopped another model's head onto the pictures of me in a bikini for the Are You Beach Body Ready adverts. I know I have a great thigh gap. But all this show business has stopped me from doing anything else. And so now, with only a few days to go before the country decides which party is going to have to betray all their principles in order to go into a coalition that they'll take all the blame for, I've got to record a mini-election special of my comedy podcast. Speed it up, and then you've got to slow it down. Cause if you believe that your love can hit the top, you're gonna play around. And soon you will find that there comes a time for making your mind up. Welcome to Margaret Thatcher, Queen of Podcasts, the only online political show more vacuous than Russell Brand's. But before you get settled in, I must warn you that, like Kate Middleton's labour, this episode is going to be surprisingly brief. Only, hopefully, it won't end with an involuntary evacuation. And what an election it's been. Just like the Duchess, the country is torn between whether to vote for a centre-right Conservative Party, the centre-right Liberal Democrats the centre-right Labour Party, or if you're in Scotland, the centre-right SNP. It's almost too much of a choice. And with me, as always, is the ghost of Winston Churchill. Winnie, what have you been up to this week? Well, Margaret, this week I've mainly been writing erotic poetry about Nicola Sturgeon. Nicola, darling Nicola. Oh, how I'd love to tickle her. She's the Queen of Scotland. And though my love was not planned, I'd love to tick her box and, even though she'd prop up labour, I'd let her toss my cane. No, 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 no. That's quite enough of that. And now, of course, on to the most important story of the whole election, the birth of the royal baby. Yes, that's right. We have a brand new embodiment of inequality to distract us away from the unfairness of society. Lovely baby Spare, or Charlotte Elizabeth Diana, has been born. And it's only 18 years till French paparazzi can take photographs of her sunbathing topless. I was quite disappointed with the name. Her brother's called George. They could have at least have called her The Dragon, or His Marvelous Medicine, or Asda, or best of all, Period. So they'd be George and Period, or after they died, Late George and Period. Think about it. 
But on to more frivolous things. The election. And who are you going to vote for? Now, everyone who saw the television debates got to learn what it would be like to go on a speed date with Britain's neediest singletons. But what are the candidates really like? Well, first you have the Liberal Democrats. Nick Clegg is going up and down the country, urging people not to vote Tory. We won't, Nick. As soon as you promised not to. And then there's the Conservatives, who are trying to persuade us all that they'll protect the NHS. People don't understand. The Conservatives feel the same about the NHS that a teenage girl does about a bad boy. They love it. They just fundamentally want to change everything about it. But it's not Easy for them. Labour left the country in a sorry state. Think what David Cameron inherited. About 30 million from his parents and loads from Sam Cams. But as he showed us by vowing to put his tax promises into law, David Cameron is a man of his word as long as he's legally obligated to be. And so that brings us on to the final party. Or at least the final party who's actually going to win more than one bloody seat. Because I'm not going to talk about the Greens promising big, knowing that they'll never have to deliver. If you're a disenfranchised Liberal Democrat voter now supporting the Green Party, from this day on, you're no longer allowed to sing along to the Who song, We Won't Get Fooled Again. No, I'm talking about the Labour Party. Ed Miliband caused controversy a few weeks ago by saying he thought that there could be a female James Bond. Personally, I think it's more ridiculous that he thinks that there could be an Ed Miliband Prime Minister. But still, he's the only one of the leaders to make it over to my suite at the Ritz to record a special message for you all. All. So here you are, one final pre-election message from everyone's favourite Miller band in a competition where nobody's allowed to vote for David, Ed Miller Band! A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Go right to the source and ask... Oh, hi, team. Yes, it's me, Ed Miliband. You might have seen discussions in the newspapers about how I'm not going to lose the election quite as badly as everyone thought. It's true. Everything's going as Miller planned. You see, people are starting to see through David Cameron's lies. He claimed to be responsible for all the new doctors in the last five years, but I know that's not true. At least two of them were down to Stephen Moffat. And for those of you worried about the SNP propping up a Labour government, seriously, I spent three years working for Gordon Brown and I am done taking orders from Scottish people. I have categorically ruled out a deal with the SNP. But I've also secretly redefined what the word deal means inside my head. It's great. It's like I can say one thing before the election and then do something completely different afterwards. Shh, don't tell any other MPs about this. It could really catch on. I am here today to tell you to vote Labour. Even though you don't need me to, because seriously, people have had stalkers who've emailed them less. 
And yes, I might not be the most inspiring leader. When I'm trying to look passionate, I look both intense and surprised, like on the hood from Thunderbirds, accidentally hypnotising myself in the mirror. But as I said to Russell Brand, after I congratulated him on his Eurovision win and told him he looked much more womanly in person, yes, we're not perfect. Yes, I may not be the best leader. Even Diane Abbott seems like a good idea now, and that's the only time that sentence has been said sober. Yes, the Labour Party is not perfect. But, just like a certain motorcycle daredevil's son, who was named after his father, who went into the same profession, but who was never as successful, the Labour Party are the lesser of two evils. As in evil Knievel. And that's about it from us. The choice is yours. Oh, I know we haven't talked about you, Kip. I don't like them. In my day, we didn't need you, Kip. We had good, old-fashioned racism. And now it's time for me to go. But before I do, I leave you with the audio footage of David Cameron cheering up a downhearted Nick Clegg. Until next time, dears, goodbye. Hello, Nick. What seems to be the problem? Well, I wish I could fly way up to the sky, but I can't. You can? What folks see in me, but I can't. You can. I can't. Look, Nick Clegg. Yes? Nothing that you can say will change how I feel today. I know that we'll never part. Now hear what I'm saying. Nick Clegg. Yes? Who is your very best friend? I'm gonna help you mend your broken heart. You have been listening to Margaret Thatcher, Queen of Podcasts, starring Matt Tedford as Margaret Thatcher. It was written and produced by John Britton, with additional material by Matt Tedford. It was a Queen of Soho production for the British Comedy Guide.